Hi, I'm Beth Brothers, author of The Princess and the Scoundrel and Rebel Rising, and you are listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. Please, speak freely. A Utini Podcast Network production. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Episode 195. Welcome to 2023. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. On this episode, a new Patreon joins Utini. I intend to rule with respect. It's down to the wire with a fantasy football update. I've heard otherwise. And the Utini crew talks about the anticipation of Star Wars projects in the new year. If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. And now, here are your hosts. Eric Eilerson. Dr. Charles Hankel and Wes Jenkins. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 2023 and the Living Force of UT Network podcast. All the friends just getting back in the swing of things. Oh, I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me once again to kick off the new year is not the full cast of characters, but a couple of my great buddies, including my new neighbor ish, Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, man. I'm I'm concerned because that champagne bottle was full when we rolled the <laughs> intro, and then you just you dusted it by the end. Woo! No, <clears throat> what's going on, everybody? That's true. Eric and I are neighbors now. Uh, we've wasted no time. We've already seen each other in person again. So, Wes, you got some catching up to do, buddy. You got a flight to to schedule there. Don't use Southwest, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> but no, everything's good. It's 2023, but same old living force, right? That's right. The same vibe, a different year. And remember, everyone, when you're writing the date from now on, there's a three at the end, but it's really easy to make a two into a three. We're very lucky. Uh, (laughs) As opposed to last year, trying to make a one into a two, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Uh, But also, as Charles said, we're joined by the man who needs to get to Charlotte ASAP just because I miss hugging him. Because he's glorious. He is light. He is wonder, he is grace, he is Mr. United States West Jenkins! (laughs) What's up, everybody? Um, Yeah, uh, I guess I am all alone down here in the South, uh, which is fine. Um, But I saw a picture of uh, Charlotte Hornets game? Yeah, Is that where you were at? Eric Eric and Charles at the Charlotte Hornets game together? Um, Enjoy, well... Whenever y'all play the Houston Rockets, take it easy on us because we're terrible. Um, oh, yeah, we're but, so good. So That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to be, it's good to be, uh, it's good to be here because um, Charles and I held the, the show down last week. Yeah, we did you a did. phenomenal job. Dead or Nah. Dead or Nah is a good one. Hopefully we bring it back. Uh, make, make sure it's like some kind of recurring show. We can do it literally with anything. There's less pressure so. <laughs> tonight. There's about as much pressure as was behind that cork in the champagne bottle. <laughs> Yeah, I do gotta say though, shout out to you guys. You guys did hold the fort down. I I had the show on as I was getting my office together because for those that may be on audio only, there's a completely new backdrop for me for the first time in since we ever started this entire show. Um, because I did uh move. I live in the south now. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina ish. Um, bought a house, painted this wall behind me, put these things up. These are gonna change all the time. Um, oh, that's new paint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was a, a, a creamy white color. And the first thing we had to paint it, I picked this color out, went to the Home Depot, and I mm, said, I want this color. Adult. Yeah. I have an office <laughs> now. Yeah. It's a, it's a different blue than our bedroom, which is a darker blue because you got to sleep. A lot of decisions when you buy a house. Um, but I will say, as I was unpacking this very office last week, I did watch you guys. Such a good job. Um, also, I had forgotten that so many projects had been announced. And... Um, <laughs> But I will say, for those of you that did tune in last week, you know Charles and Wes were very optimistic. You guys were like, yeah, we think most of them are still going to happen. And, and and I liked that. You guys made me feel hopeful, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think um, as we came down towards like towards the end, mm-hmm. we kind of hit our stride a little bit. And then we kind of started throwing out some yeah. some skepticism. But it was fun. I really enjoyed it. So I think Dead or Not should come back again. Yeah, we'll definitely Dead have. or Not. Dead or not, uh, you know, with, with, with the <laughs> amount of products that get announced, we will probably be able to do it sooner rather than later. Uh, but no. for all of you that did or didn't listen to last week, you're here now. You're here in 2023. Maybe your resolution was to listen to The Living Force. What a great time. You're doing great. One for one so far. Um, if you're new, go ahead and make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, leave a review on your podcast, catch your all that good stuff. 
Um, and a couple announcements here before we get into some chat about what's coming up in Star Wars this year. First of all, the 2022 Utini's voting is closed. Officially, it ended at the end of December, and I have been tallying the votes. I did want to give a couple teases before we get into talking about the Utini's later on. I wanted to thank the over 600 people who voted in the Utini Awards uh, this past year. Uh, it was a variety of votes, which we'll talk a bit about a bit later, but, uh, yeah, just thank you guys. This is going to be amazing, and it is going to be next Monday night, January 9th, here, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Living Force, uh, on the Utini YouTube channel. If you only listen to audio, that's great. We do say if you're going to watch one show a year, the Utini's is the one to do it. We have a bunch of people on our team that make incredible graphics and do way more work than we do to make it look awesome. So, uh, very excited, uh, for next week. I also want to give a quick personal thank you. Um, we had a DM this past week on Twitter uh, from a user whose name I have in our outline, but I, I'll keep it anonymous just in case they don't want to be shouted out. Um, but it was a very long message just about how much they enjoy the show and how they found us recently and uh, actually remembered some of Charles's live streams back in 2017, which took me back. Prove it. Um, so Charles. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 I used to do a they probably don't exist. They're probably fake. Um but it was a lovely message, and, and I just want to say to anyone that does any message you send or any, any love you give the show, we see it, and it really does make our, our, our week, our year, our year at this point, uh, 2023. Uh, so thank you so much for the kind words. But fellas, I got to say, I miss you all so deeply. You all got to see each other last week uh, to kind of do a little holiday debrief. But before we go into more Star Wars stuff, I want to just kind of hear how you guys' holidays was. How was your, your last couple weeks just kind of... What's new? Obviously, I've had some life changes I'll talk about, but but I want to hear to you guys. I miss you. I feel like I haven't seen, well, mostly Wes, in quite a bit. <laughs> How was your New Year's? How's it been? Uh, I want to say New Year's was fantastic. Um, I went out to the country um, with, um, with uh, my girlfriend, Bethany. And we went to Grosbeck, who, Texas. Hold if you on, don't know where Grosbeck is. Listeners, I need you to know this. I found out who Bethany was five <laughs> minutes before we went live today. One of my best friends in the universe, and I find out here. Anyway, that's lovely. Charles Charles said that I was. you can only find out you when did. you're live right. on the podcast. You did. Or when you're I right. also told him he has to tell the co-host in order of who his best friends are. So I found out first. <laughs> wow. Now Eric and Corey still has no idea. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, if you're not first, you're last, so it hurts me. So anyway. don't say don't say anything to him. We'll see yeah. if you actually watch the show. Hey, everyone, and then it's, an, it's, an, it's a test <laughs> next week. The UTDs start. Corey, before we begin, who is Russ's girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. Great. I went to uh, Grosbeck, Texas. If you don't know where that is, you don't know where Garwood, Texas is, and if you don't know where that is, you probably might know where Matagorda, Texas is. Those are the places that I go to. Matagorda is definitely a species in Star Wars. It's <laughs> absolutely a cantina alien. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll give you that. I'll give you that. We had a big, big giant bonfire that yeah. we had thrown, uh, thrown big chunks of logs in, and we had a tractor that was just pushing it all up and making it a big tower. And we couldn't really get it to light, so we went back to the campfire that was about four <laughs> logs high, and oh <laughs> we did all that work during the day just to go back and do a small fire with uh, with a bunch of friends and family. So it was a good time. That was a good time. You almost did kind of like a Wicker Man thing. I feel like if, if, if that's something burns that's that big, there's someone getting sacrificed at some point. So I think you actually made it's, it out in, in, in a good way. It's currently still burning, by the way. It's still smoking. <laughs> so the, the poor guy that, that owns the land's going to have to go out there and keep turning it over with the tractor until it actually goes out. Wow. Uh, Charles, right. you did something similar, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty similar. Um, <laughs> I went to like a... A like black tie masquerade ball kind of event uh, mm. for New Year's Eve, so that was a lot of fun. Nicole and I went with a group of some of our friends. It was my first ever masquerade ball, and um, you look great. I asked Charles for a video at drunkenly around midnight, and he sent me one. It didn't uh, just y'all looked you look beautiful. You wear the, the simple black mask is really nice, really classy. Yeah, it was. I I thought about could I get away with like wearing a a Vader mask or something like that, or like the <laughs> the Chewbacca mask with the moving mouth. Oh my god, wasn't wasn't gonna happen. Oh, you should have the happen. giant plague doctor with like the beak and just show up and be like, what's oh, that up? Would've, that would have fit. That mask fit. terrifies me. It is crazy, it's terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, no. So we did that. Um, I don't think I got to bed until like four a.m. That's the latest I've been up in ages, and uh, and I lost my voice like until today. 
I had little to no voice. Like I wasn't well, sure that I was going to be able to come and do this show. And I still am missing like some of my some of my registers here, but I made it and I'm glad I'm here and I'm glad that I made it to that masquerade ball. I want to do another one. I I can't wait to absolutely invite myself to the next one you go to. It looked like a ton of fun. Um I got to um have a, a pseudo utini reunion on New Year's Eve. Our good friend Timothy Guthrie and his lovely wife Hannah came and visited us here. Um, and we went out oh. to this place in Charlotte called the Puttery, which was it's like an adults only full bar mini golf course inside. So we got oh, that's in super cool. And we just played nine holes, had a blast. Um, I think got right around par ish, which is fine. Um, had some delicious Did cocktails. Tim bring his own putter? He did not. But I don't believe he doesn't okay. have one. Um, I will say, shout out to the puttery. They're like, are you left-handed or right-handed? And I got a left-handed putter because left- lefties are the best and-, and we will someday rule the world. Uh, didn't help me a bunch, though. Uh, I believe Hannah, Timothy's amazing wife, uh, did get the best score. But had a blast. Uh, rung in the new year the way everyone should by watching Ohio State lose, um, which was on the TV. And that poor child, literally the child, Missing a field goal that will absolutely psychologically wreck him for the rest uh, of his entire life. Um, as we're like, if you didn't catch Great. that game, I mean, it was it was one of the best games I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And I've watched four or five football games. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it was a it was a eh, a so so like what ten to three, thirteen to three, something like that at halftime. Mm-hmm. You're like, Meh, what's going on here? And then it was just back and forth. Touchdown after touchdown yeah. after touchdown after touchdown. It was fantastic. Dude, was I kind of I raised you that Tulane SoCal game today. I don't know if any of y'all watched uh, that. I missed it. If we not, had it on in the background. I didn't actually not, watch go it. Go check it out. Yeah, there's a lot of great games happening right now, and I think it's really cool because you see like these kids. And Charles and I, we we had this moment when we were at the Charlotte Hornets game of realizing that oh god, we're older than 95 percent of the people on the floor. Um, you hit that point in college. I feel like that way especially because I'm a decade older at least than these kids. And they're all just basically doing job applications in the bowl games because they're like, draft me. And they're trying to like, they're doing the best things they could possibly do. They're going to the maximum of their potential. Um, and then you get that kid that just, you know, every once in a while you miss a kick. Uh, it was a great time. It was really funny because we were at the, the we, we had a table and we were having some desserts and some drinks. And we're like, it's 1156 or so. And the game is on. And I'm like, here's the thing. You need to show the ball drop because it's New Year's Eve. But also, if you switch off of this game, people will kill you. And it was like, <laughs> it was very, luckily, the game ended like at the stroke of midnight. And then the second the field goal got missed, they flipped it over and people were like, Happy New Year! So <laughs> it all worked out. I will, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a miracle of sorts. Um, I will, I will say though, uh, before we get off this train here, uh, having now been a citizen of North Carolina for two weeks, uh, it's lovely. All of you in the South, South of the Mason-Dixon, um, everyone has been nice. 100% of the people I've met have been so kind. Um, it's warm. It was about 45 degrees warmer than it was in Chicago the week after we got here. So that was great. Um, and, yeah, very happy to be in the South where uh, me and Charlie are, are putting the house together. Um, with the animals and everything, so everyone that's sent well wishes and things like that, it's so appreciated, and I'm very excited to continue to live around here and do other activities in the great city of Charlotte, the Queen City, uh, as it's known. That's it. It's been great. Uh, I do want to say, speaking of sports, guys, we all like sports. However, like sports. none of us are as good at sports as our very own Emma Park, who, barring a, a 50 field goal miracle, I think, tonight, uh, is officially the champion of the Utini Fantasy Football League 2023. Emma, Emma, congratulations. Well done. Um, tr- really an incredible season from Emma, who uh, had a fascinating draft strategy. Um, but uh, I'm looking at her lineup right now off the back of Patrick Mahomes, but most importantly this week off the back of Mike Evans, who... Um, really? Oh, yeah, with his three touchdowns, uh, did a lot. Um, but she looks like she will defeat um, our very own Andrew Bell uh, in the championship. Well done, Emma. Uh, you were crushing all year. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, I hope that uh, the Patriots don't make the playoffs because of this. So, <laughs> uh, 
Sorry. Uh, but also, Wes, I do want to give you congratulations, my friend, because it looks like you are going to win your I mean, third place matchup against our very own Jacob. So also very well done. Very good season for you, Thank man. you. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was uh, kind of rough in the beginning, but then um, Jalen Hurts kind of caught on for me. He was my savior mm-hmm. the entire season. And then right when the semifinals began, Jalen Hurts takes the game off. Yep. Um, but I don't. I'm not going to completely contribute uh, my loss to Andrew Bell based on Jalen Hurts not playing. I had some some poor decisions on some other lineup uh, roster spots. So I did have Gardner. Min- oh no, I had da- uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, Daniel my Jones. Dude. I got you forty Daniel points Jones this week. Went off. <laughs> Went off this week, so I was like, "All right, Danny Dimes." <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so, God, I I love fantasy football more than most things in life, and I'm just not good at it in our league. <laughs> and I will strive next year to be better uh, in every way, but mostly in fantasy football. <laughs> now, I do want to give a quick New Year's thank you to a couple folks uh, over on our Patreon. Uh, we did get a new patron this week. Josiah Clark joined us last week uh, for the year 2023. Joining up the Utini Patreon, thank you so much. And our very own Chris Carrizo, who is in the chat right now, joined our Alliance High Command. Um, thank you. That is such an intense, wonderful amount of dedication to what we do here. Uh, it makes us feel like we're, we're doing a good thing and people enjoy it. So thank you all so much. Um, we are actually about to have a bunch of meetings. Aha, the fun stuff. Um, on an mm. organizational level at Utini. Because uh, as we say, us at Utini, we actually are about almost 40 people strong. And our, our leadership group is going to have a meeting this week to kind of get the year looked at and see what's coming your way. So all the stuff um, over on Patreon and all the, the support we get from you guys makes it all possible. So thank you so much. And as always, if there are things you want to see on Patreon, make sure you contact Timothy Guthrie, my New Year's Eve partner and also our Patreon manager and community manager. Um, and he will help you uh, out and tell us what to do, basically, to make you happy. That's all I want. But you know what can make you happy way before then? is tomorrow's release, guys. It's 2023, and it's already Star Wars release time. January 3rd, The Battle of Jeddah, the High Republic audio drama by George Mann, is coming out tomorrow. As always, we're going to have a written review on utini.com and a video review over on this very YouTube channel tell you what we thought of it. And I know you already have that pre-order in. You have your Audible credit ready to go. But just in case you don't, go to utini.com slash audible. I believe it's still the link. Sign up there, get a free credit, and get the Battle of Jeddah, because you know you want an audio drama in the High Republic. Uh, the script book of this, of course, for those that may not like audio or be unable to uh, experience audio stuff, comes out on February 14th. So a good little Valentine's Day present to yourself or someone you love is the Battle of Jeddah script book. Um, fellas, we're in the night before. Now look at this glorious cover of Creighton's Son and Ada Fort. That's because I listened to it. I remember who they are. Um, <laughs> Charles, Wes, how are you guys feeling about the Battle of Jedi hype? I know we're huge George Mann fans on the show, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I am a big fan of these, um, <clears throat> of the audio dramas, not just the audio books mm-hmm. of, uh, of novels that come out. So they really do a good job with these, um, to make you feel immersed with the story, not just, um, um, just a book that you've read before, but they also have all kinds of action scenes and sound effects. It just really gets you in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you have that long commute or you have a hell of a lot of dishes to clean, these audio dramas <laughs> yes, are sir. perfect for that. Yes, that's, sir. That's exactly it. Why am I excited for this? Number one, George Mann. Number two, payoff for reading the rest of this entire initiative. Number three, I now have a 20 to 30 minute commute for the first time since we've ever had this podcast. So I'm going to knock this thing out. Absolutely. I will say for folks uh, watching tonight or listening later on, the Battle of Jedi, I believe, comes in at around four and a half, five hours. Um, again, I know some of y'all are doing one and a half times, three times speed. Um, I know who you are. Uh, but it's coming <laughs> out. And I will say, uh, as uh, without any spoilers, of course, this is the most integrated audio drama we've probably seen so far between Dooku Jedi Lost, Dr. Aphra, and Tempest Runner, and now Battle of Jeddah. If you have not read Path of Deceit and Convergence especially, you won't be... N- lost necessarily but there is definitely things that you're going to miss out on um if you're not kind of part of those so um make sure that you can kind of catch up on those before you check out battle of jetta would be my recommendation or you know what it's your life it's your money (laughs) do what you want go get it don't listen to me um but again if you want to check out our spoiler free review coming out tomorrow um Always fun to talk about all these things. And thank you to our friends at Penguin Random House Audio for sending that our way a little early so we can tell you guys all about it. Now, 
We know Star Wars content. We know the late to release stuff very slowly and very evenly. No, that's a lie. We're getting two things the first week of 2023, everyone. Because, guys, guess what comes out on Wednesday? It's the freaking Bad Batch Season 2. Um, <laughs> let's chat about that a bit. Because um, maybe it's because I moved. I, this completely took me by surprise. <laughs> I completely forgot this was happening. Same. Same. Um, I was watching the trailer uh, right before uh, we went live again. Um, and I was thinking, I would, um, who is, uh, Crosshair? Crosshair. Crosshair. Yeah. He, he never, he, he never came, came around to joining the Bad Batchkin, right? He's still, he's still, still evil, bro. Mr. Yeah, Bad no, Guy, he's, right? He's, yeah, yeah. Mis- that was his new name, his, Mr. Bad Guy is what they called him. Mr. Bad Season. <laughs> I am Mr. Bad Guy now. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a children's show. Yes. Now we can say it's a children's show. Yes. So yeah, uh. I was. I'm interested to to see that because I'm. It's slowly coming back to me on what had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I might need to start. There should be. Is there a recap of the season, or do you have to watch? I mean, I'm not, it's not terrible to watch all twelve episodes. Oh, there's a few. How many episodes are in this season? You know what? Here's the thing. If we were the if we were the old Utini and had more time and did a bounty hunt and we were smarter about our content, we probably would have done a full <laughs> re, re, recap uh, show. Um, but as you can see in my other monitor, if you're watching here because I have a reflection on my wall, um, let's take a look at season one here. Uh, we did have uh, 16 episodes. Careful. We had 16 episodes um, that, of course, ended with one of the most um, kind of haunting moments, I think, of Star Wars animation, which was the fall of Kamino. Oh, um, that's yes. right. Into season one. Uh, back on August thirteenth of twenty twenty one, so it's been it's been over a year, a year and some change, um, which would be normal, right? But we've also gotten Book of Boba Fett, Andor, Obi Wan Kenobi, like all of this since then. That makes it feel like a longer time, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I think. I mean, the show for me, it's not my favorite of the animated shows, but I genuinely think that. Seeing Camino get destroyed mm. was like the most intense emotional reaction I've had to animated Star Wars content. Maybe a, I'll say one exception might be uh, the Clone Wars, like the actual ending of the Clone Wars TV series mm. with Ahsoka and mm. all that. But anyways, yeah, I mean it's it's up there, and I don't think there's ever been an animated show that didn't improve pretty drastically season to season. So Yeah, good point. I mean, I'm pretty excited to see that because if that was season one, I mean, think about season one of the Clone Wars. Obviously, years and years and years of experience for all the artists and everyone involved with that show from Filoni on down made huge improvements. But like, if that is the floor of this show, then we've got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, as Wes is bringing up here on the screen with the, the trailer, I think of nothing else, just the animation and the visuals that they've shown so far um, are so good. We got a little bit of costume change, and also it's so bright, everything we've seen. Yeah. I think they've done a really good job with the animation of putting everything in light. Like, I feel like that was a trick of like a lot of earlier animation stuff. Like, oh, it's in the dark, so we can kind of hide some of the textures and things like that. But Bad Batch is always really in the light. Um I think if, if you listen to our bounty hunts back in the day, one of the things we kind of didn't love as much about Bad Batch was that it, it got kind of job of the week sometimes. Like some episodes were like, here's your contract for, um, I forget her name, Rhea Perlman's character. Sid. Um, Isn't it Sid? Sid. Sid. Yeah, Sid. Yeah. How could you forget Matilda's mom's character? <laughs> I know. I got Rhea Perlman at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, and, and Sid did some contracts, and it does look like Sid's going to be back. Um, so there might be some of that. But I think it's really going to be nice just to kind of hang with this squad for a bit, especially after something that was as completely different as Andor, which I think was an elite show. We all we all loved it, um, and I think a lot of folks on Star Wars Twitter and elsewhere really loved it. So getting back to, I guess, this more quote-unquote classic show will be fun. I, I, I'm excited to kind of see what happens with it. Um, because there's also Me too. Gonna, yeah. Because we're going to get a two-part premiere, like, too. Um, are they going to build up off this to where there is a season three? Is there – we don't, you haven't heard anything about a season three, I don't think. I don't think um, so. So is there going to be 
stakes that are high enough where they can carry the show into a third season. I am not sure. Um, but, I mean, you never know. I mean, we saw, we see Rex in the trailer. Yep, yep. He says, hey, I need you guys for a job. And they're like, well, hell yeah, I want to do that. And then <laughs> it's Rex, You see the Senate? You see the Senate in here yep. again? So they've been bringing the Senate in, like, yeah. pretty heavily um, yeah. after, after uh, like, episode three time frame. So this is, that's super cool to see. Yeah. And they've already released, really, all of the, all of the episode names in the full schedule. So the, it ends yeah. with a two-part finale called The Summit and Plan 99. So... Clone Force 99, like, that's always a thing. Yeah. So I think it's definitely possible that they try to go three. I think the animated shows, usually, like, three or four seasons at least. Like, Rebels was four. Clone Wars was seven. Resistance was only two, I think, but it, that kind of just didn't catch on with as many folks. Um, I, I, hope, I hope they do more. But that being said, I mean, there's so much going right now that if the story's good, you know, end it where you got to end it. I think it's really the yeah. end of the day. But I mean, that, um, looking back at kind of the episodes, yeah. let me see if I can make this bigger for everybody. Oh, look, look at you! Here. Look at that! Beautiful. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run through um, the season one yeah. episodes. So aftermath was the first yep. um, season. Food fight episode, run. I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, food <laughs> fight episode. Um, cut and run was episode two, mm-hmm. um, and then we get the replacements, which was that's the those like the. Like the dark troopers, more dark troopers, but they were a, a, I forgot what they were, what they were called. Oh yeah, it's the, it's um, like the start of the is this, that's the start of the war mantle people or like the the other, yeah, like the special clones that Crosshair eventually started becoming part of. Right. Yeah. Right. That's when they, the split um, kind of happened really intensely. The bad so cornered was episode four. They make a pit stop for repairs and rations. Um, oh yeah, uh, Finnick Shan. I'm not sure that Finnick we, Shan was in that episode. Finnick Shan. That was that okay. one. Yep. Yeah. And so as I was, I was scrolling through these, I was like, "Oh, I remember that." So we have, we have the uh, the baby Rancor the baby episodes. Rancor. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, and decommissioned was Sid hires the Bad Batch for another job. So that was kind of along the lines of another job. Yep, Here comes yep, another yep. job, kind of thing. Um, and then. You know, not, not to, to name all these, but Battle Scars is the next reunion, and we have... Oh, Battle um, Scars reunion real quick. I want to... This is the plot point I want to mind. That's when they got their chips out, because that's when they found Rex. So they were like... Yes. So that was a huge thing where I think Wrecker almost went crazy. And yeah, so yeah. we had that little bit of oh, that. that's yeah. right. So that's when he we had that bit. Yeah. Got a headache. So chips are out in season two. I, I'd for, <laughs> forgotten about that, so I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> and I remember... Yeah, I remember Cad Bane shows up. We were yep. like, oh, there he is, because... In the Clone Wars, he's never died, you know, so he's always oh, around. But, got the new Funko. Um, that's right. <laughs> um, and I have the Black Series figure. Yes. That's how you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so he, he also appears in, um, in in live action as well, which was fantastic. God, that was so cool. Um, yeah, just going. So Common Ground, the devil's deal with um, uh, with Harris and Dula. Oh, yeah. Young Harris in this show. Yeah, Betsy, I forget all these. Dude, things. I do not remember this show at all. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I watched this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go listen to the old bounty hunts. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'd be a good way to get that. Might be longer than rewatching the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and let's see, Infested. Oh, look at. Oh, oh what bugs. is that guy's name? Um, oh, uh, Visago. Visago, yes, and that he was from uh, Rebels. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. War Mantle is next. Return to Kamino. Was that the was that a two part episode? No, no, no. So Return to Kamino was the was the first part of the, the part two, and then the first part yeah. of part two. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So I mean, just go, just quickly glancing through that. We kind of there's a lot to go through, and we've <laughs> forgot about a lot of that yeah. just because it was a year ago. We've had so many shows pop up that Jeez. we've been um, just getting down in the details with, especially the live action. So you know, this one kind of slipped my mind, I guess. So yeah. I'm glad this comes out on Wednesday because uh, I don't have anything to do. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that you know one of the key things at the end of the season was that the, the War Mantle project was going to start replacing clones. So that's how we're going from clones to stormtroopers. Like we're seeing that kind of happen actively, and we had the kind of you know enlisted folks being trained by Crosshair and led by them, and he got a little brutal. Um, and they said they were going to try to save him, I think, in Camino, and then he said no, and then went away with the Empire again. That's right. So, 
I'm interested in so the first two episodes come out on Wednesday. They usually do that, right? The two part premiere, um, as we usually get. So if you're going, if you're watching it before work, like me, <laughs> on Wednesday, make sure it's it's two episodes. They're like half hour usually, so give yourself a full hour to watch the whole thing. But they're called Spoils of War and Ruins of War. And I'm interested in, again, dichotomy of the riches and the destruction. So I'm kind of wondering, are we going to jump right into the effects of losing Camino, of, of like how dark it is? Or, based on the trailer at least, you know, are we going to go to that beach plan? Or is it going to be like, some time has passed and they're now on another mission doing something and then they'll kind of visit it in spurts? What do you guys think? Do you think we're going to get a little bit of a time jump? Yeah, the second one. Yeah, I think yeah. generally well, speaking, once you make kind of the new updated molds or whatever you would call them, right? Like the templates yeah. for the for the animated characters, I think generally you're going to stick with them. So I don't even know that we'll that we'll see. I don't even know that we'll see flashbacks per se, mm-hmm. but I think we'll get a lot of discussion about what happened. But I don't think they're going to waste any time jumping into the new action for this season. Yeah, that makes sense. Like. So, remember when Camino went down? Yeah, let's talk about it. They're like, no, come on. You saw it. <laughs> like, Look at a giant crab. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just going through the going through the trailer here. Yeah. I remember seeing this giant yeah. robot. It's like a thing. tall neck from her. Hold on. Actually, I literally have a tall neck Lego right next to me. Hold on. How convenient. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. The timing couldn't be any it better. Like this. <laughs> Don't you look at that? That's exactly what that yeah, looks it, like. It does look like right? that. That's what that looks like. Oh, my God. I can't believe you had that right there. That's amazing. The magic of Star Wars, baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm, there's certainly going to be a time jump just because we saw... Um, oh, what's... See, I have. it's been a year and I, have, I forgot her name already. Omega. Um, Omega. 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 Yes. Omega. 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 And she Omega. is... She has a hat. She's the Snoke's stupid hat. <laughs> she has a hat. <laughs> there it is. There, there it is, is right there. It is right. actually bit. very reminiscent of Snoke's hat. Okay, Charles on the spot. Who has a stupider hat, Snoke or Omega? Uh, <laughs> it's Snoke. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Because that Snoke. is still there's, literally there's just no a leaf. Uh, <laughs> lest we ever forget, <laughs> Snoke has a leaf as a hat. Um, he, would, he would sunburn easily. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> He's quite pale. No, the trailer, you're right. I, I do think we're going to jump right into the the fray. You're right. And we've already had talks of, like, if you do you know, Sid's in the trailer saying, you do this one last job, then your debt is paid, whatever. Like, I think it'll be very Classic. similar in that going. But I, I will say this. I, I want to, because I, I missed you guys. We haven't done a, a dumb little game in a while. Let's do what's one thing you think will happen, and what's one thing you want to happen? Um. Because we we again Living Force four we're a little more speculative than we used to be. We're gonna be a little more free flowing with it. Um, I will say I think in season two we'll have an arc where um, Crosshair is back with the Batch for a while, like he's injured and they pull him out or something, or he's a prisoner. Like there'll be an arc where he's like with them and they try to talk sense into him. What I want to happen, this is more general. I want way more Echo. In season two. I feel like we did not get enough of my guy. He is so fascinating with the amount of the PTSD stuff he's got going on. The fact that he was still kidnapped and and it has the one limb. Like, I I think there's so much story there. I just want more. I want more Echo. Or Echo. 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 Or whatever whatever she calls him. Bless you. I need more. Um, I, (laughs) I want to see them eat one of the giant crab claws. After that battle. <laughs> with a big I, cracker? I'm going to crack a, it! Yes. In a yeah, bathtub of butter. And oh. I think God. we will see... Me too. I agree. I think we will see the return of Crosshair by the end of the season, one way or another. But I think the price to pay will be another member of the crew. Ooh! That's yeah. fun. That's fun. Dang. So... Yeah, we haven't lost anybody yet. Um, man, that's that's getting yeah. pretty 
That's, it's getting pretty serious in an animated series, yeah. right? But we've seen it before. Which one of Deep Bradley um, Baker's personas will he no longer voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes a pay cut now because he gets a voice off for you. You got paid by the character, D. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. You're only voicing 17 of them now, so... Yeah, come on. I, oh, my God, the credits for Bad Batch were always so funny to me. <laughs> it's just like Deep Bradley Baker, the Bad Batch. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. He's like, no, 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 no. Not the Bad Batch. I got all five, and yeah. I got another, like, thousand vo- uh, uh, troopers God. that I do. I will say, um, uh, if you haven't, if any of y'all listening or watching haven't yet, uh, check out on YouTube. Uh, D. Bradley Baker does interviews. I forget with whom, but he, he goes through each member of the Bad Batch, like, without pause. And it, it's incredible to, to see with your eyes, because <laughs> his face literally changes into all of them as he does the voice. It's, it's, it's really something special. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, I was... Going back through the trailer, um, what my prediction would be something. What is the deal with this Jedi or m- Jedi? Gunji, maybe no. I mean, how did we Gunji have a oh, like, <laughs> Gunji. Gunji has he had the the lightsaber that he um, force uh, force pulled yeah, towards himself. Gunji. So you, there's oh, something. Ah. There is something about Wookiee Jedi <laughs> that is just yes. so endearing. I don't God. know what it is, yeah. but Gunji, Buriaga in the High Republic, I mean, it's just phenomenal. Because they shouldn't fit. We were told for so long that he's like, oh, I, just walk do, I can't do things that I have the bowcaster kind of, and he has paws, and it's like, no, no, no. There's mm-hmm. something amazing about it. And, and again, for those of you that may not have seen the Clone Wars and jump right into Bad Batch, that's fine. I'm sure there's plenty of you. Uh, Gunji was a character in the Clone Wars. Uh, Ahsoka... Taught him and a group of younglings. There were a few missions where he was on. We saw him craft his lightsaber with David Tennant, yeah. the droid, a.k.a. Yeah. Hyung. A.k.a. Hyung? the doctor, again, question yeah. mark. Yeah, again, 2023. <laughs> um, yeah, very excited to see him. Also want to see if Omega can just, like, speak Shirawook. You know what I mean? I feel like that might be one of her things. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's the one that only can... Uh, can talk back yeah. and forth with Gunji, and he's she's like, oh well, he said this. Oh well, he yeah. said this. Or oh, you seeing this? How about this? Instead, Gunji, while hiding, has learned to speak basic, and he's like Paddington. And he just talks in a light British accent. He's like, oh. or, or someone <laughs> is <laughs> just <laughs> nice and gives him one of those vocoders that we know exist in universe. They, that's a great that's point. True, I, they, right? <laughs> they really need to give more Wookies those. Like, oh. come on. But Wes, um, you stopped on another important character did. here, didn't oh, you? Yeah, you did. I I want to see what happens with Commander Cody. Yes. Why? And because it's directly linked up, to Obi Wan. Right? I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yes. There you go. So yeah, but um, he shows up as obviously part of the Empire, and he says, "We are not the enemy." And then um, he's pointing his weapon at the Bad Batch. Yeah. Or, and then do you see like the. The transformation of the troopers, right? The clone oh, troopers yeah. to the stormtroopers. So we're going to see all that. But they have they specifically put in the trailer about Commander Cody. So yeah. I was like, oh, what's this What's this all yeah. about, I man? will say, what I've never had someone about? point a gun at me and say I'm not your enemy and believed them. Um, I'm like, that is not something a friend would do. <laughs> we are friends. I'm just saying. And we're going on a picnic and we're going to watch a movie later. That's all I'm doing. Get that gun out of my face. <laughs> Why are you being weird about my gun in your face? I'm not your enemy. <laughs> Yeah, Cody, Cody is, I'll say this, this is my, my confession, Cody has never been a character that is super connected with me, and I think that makes me uh, rarer in Star Wars land, I know a lot of people love Cody, and him and Obi-Wan, and for some reason, like, I mean, Rex has always been just so high and above for me, and maybe we've gotten way mm-hmm. more of him, obviously, in Clone Wars, but I'm excited to see Cody maybe get on the train, to see what he's doing, um, and Dale in the chat makes a great question, uh, ask if that was a pike in the trailer. I don't believe so. But that being said, the thing about the pikes, they've never been animated the same way twice. So I don't know. <laughs> what, like, right? They're always so vastly different in each show. Like they're little masks and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, but the way that their masks are made to conceal their face, it has to be a specific type of mask. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know that this. Um, is a pike? Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think so. At least in animated so land, they tend to have the bigger yeah. heads, which they just couldn't do in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only. That was the only shortcoming. What's of that this? Show. What's this person? Um, oh God! Don't don't use. <laughs> sorry. What is this dude on the right? He almost uh, looks Tuscan. Is that Star Lord? 
He does kind of Star Lord. Yeah, that's Star Lord. Guys, Chris Pratt is in Star Wars now. It's official. He made it in. That's just Star Lord. Straight up. I'm sorry. I hope his, I hope his name rhymes with Star Lord. It's just oh, like, this is Barcord. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Beater Nil. Come on. Um, oh man. Okay. He's a smartian of the galaxy. All right. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what these people are. Again, the, the the animation of Bad Batch, above all, I think, is is just insane. Clone Wars Season 7, I think, is, for me, at least the only thing that comes close. But some of the Bad Batch stuff in Season 1, I remember we took so many parts of those earlier episodes and just were like, this looks amazing, right? Like, it just looks right. so good. Yeah. And now they've had another year and a half to make it look better. I... I'm very yeah. excited about. That. I, mean, I I remember specifically from season one, it looked like they had they were they had a camera crew on like on scene, yep. and they were running backwards with them and holding oh, the yeah. so they could see them running forward at you. So cool! Like that whole that whole um, animated scene, that whole production they put in there made it look so much more realistic than what we've seen before. Because we see we saw that same camera view in uh, the Rise of Skywalker when. Um, we had Poe Dameron and I think Chewbacca and BB-8 were running down the hallway. Oh yeah, um, well Finn and BB-8 with, uh, yep. with Finn, yep. yeah, with Finn and BB-8, and they were doing the same the same camera view where they were rolling yep. back and you could see him running towards the camera. It was, yeah. um, I don't know if it was the same type of uh, production, but it was it, it reminded me of that. Um, yeah, and, and so it's cinematic. <laughs> yeah, Bad Batch has always been very cinematic in its filming. I think that's a great point. Have we seen? Lord and your Lord and Savior, Bail Organa, in this uh, in season one. I or don't think we did, but he's in the trailer for season two, right? He is in yes, the trailer for season two. We did it. We did it, everyone. Yeah. We did it, guys. In every single Star Wars, every Star Wars project <laughs> is, ever. I, all of you, listen. This is episode one ninety five. Since the beginning, I have loved Bail Organa. Back when we had a Legends novel and the prequels. We, you, we all remember <laughs> we were barely getting bail. <laughs> and now, literally, yeah, this past year, Tales of the Jedi, Bail Organa shows up. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Bail Organa shows up. Bad Batch Season 2, Bail Organa shows up. Andor Season 2, come on, we know what's happening. It is Bail Season. It, it's also been Yaddle Season. Like, I, I have been winning all <laughs> over. I think that's the energy I want in 2023. And they... they... Only allow for him to be on screen for a minute or two, just yep. to make oh, you want him more. He's too and they take too. him off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they take him away. Do and they don't. They don't give you anything else after that. They they skip a show or two or, two or whatever. You're like, oh, we yeah. forgot about Bale, and they bring him back. Yeah, and he's just like they do that with. Here we go. They do that professional wrestling all the time. Yes! Make you want to. <laughs> yes, Wes. They make, they make you miss the character. He was out. He was out injured. Oh, so and so broke their leg. They'll be gone for a year, and they come back in nine months. You're like, yep. I thought I was going to be gone a year. Oh my god, he came back nine months later. This is what they do with Bail Organa. The amount of TikToks that I have seen, <laughs> without context, of WWE wrestlers co- coming back, that energy it, it, it finds me because I love that. I love that. It feels so good. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's what Bale is doing. And also, come on, here's my big big prediction of the year of 2023. We're getting Jedi Battle Scards, that Cal Kestis book. Sam Maggs, the author, has said it's a steamy book. There's it's, it's, there's a lot of like spiciness into it. Clearly gotta have Bale in it. How are you gonna get the spice? Oh, right? They meet him. I mean, that would be they could easily write him into, easily. into that book. Easily. easily. They could easily animate him into the video game. <laughs> Endless possibilities. Endless possibilities. <laughs> possibilities. Endless possibilities, oh, everybody. Oh All right. Oh, well, God. That's it, everybody. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Corey can't stop us today. Oh, yeah. There's just – there's so many – there's so much that might be awesome about that show. And I think it's going to be really fun because it's just a great time. One, when there's a Star Wars show on. I think we've gotten so – spoiled but i'm also now so used to like every wednesday i just love having a show i love having a channel that we can go talk to about it i love the little twitter feeds and i just love looking forward to it but also when there's a star wars animation show there is something just so special about it because it's been on since we were like kids like the clone wars and everything Mm -hmm. on like there's just something so comforting about it 
and I'm very excited to, to see Bad Batch come back. Um, again, a show that I think, like Andor, when it was announced, we were like, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, okay, that, that, that arc, okay, cool, sure, sure, and had a great time with it. So, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm very excited. I'm very excited for it to come like back. Like you pointed out, it's a, a nostalgic piece for us that have watched the Clone Wars, the Gendy Tartakovsky beginning of the Clone Wars, to the, the new Clone Wars, to going past Rebels, and then back to Bad Batch. I mean, it's nostalgic. So yeah. It's, it's, fun, it's fun that they're making new content for something that we've seen for decades. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be so good. So make sure everyone get up Wednesday morning. Mute all your socials you have to because, again, I love y'all Star Wars fans, but unhinged with the spoilers. <laughs> Absolutely unhinged. <laughs> Calm yourselves. Uh, we do, I believe, have a Bad Batch channel in our Discord. Uh, so go go there, everyone in the Utini community. I love you so much because everyone is great about spoiler tags. Um, when the shows come out, everyone uses spoiler tags appropriately in Discord. If you don't know how to use them, you just put like the two little vertical bars and you write your thing and use two other vertical bars. Um, and then people can click on it if they want to be spoiled. Um, and it's always a great conversation to have with the whole community. So, very excited. Two episodes of Bad Batch on Wednesday, and then one every Wednesday thereafter. Because of scheduling and everything in 2023, we will not be having a separate bounty hunt show for Bad Batch, but we will be talking about it every single week on The Living Force, kind of briefly recapping our thoughts about it. Uh, Honestly, except maybe the first week, because, guys, what's next Monday? What's happening next Monday? The... Awards ceremony of the year, yep. according yep. to the most recent news that I've watched, right? That's it. Yeah. AP poll. The AP, AP poll. poll. <coughs> the Associated Press yeah. has yeah. picked up our award answer, show. For answer this. The- what pales in comparison to the Oscars? <laughs> Nothing. But the Utinis, everyone, it's the 2022 Utini Awards. These guys, the third annual Utinis. Third That's annual. Cool. That's cool, actually. Um, it is cool. That's kind of wild. Uh, we have Wes has lovingly uh, linked the past two years of Utini Awards in the description. Uh, so if you're interested mm-hmm. in seeing mm-hmm. how we've done, oh Sorry, my gosh, Eric, I didn't yeah. mean to put that <laughs> you clip in your face that. there. So this is uh, a little preview of what you you're, you're looking the at. Hair. Um, the hair. When I dyed my hair blue at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was had more money. Just straight up, I had more money than I do now. <laughs> Uh, but if, if you uh, if you haven't heard about them for whatever reason, um, the Utinis are our yearly award show. We're going to be giving out the awards throughout the year, the year, the month of December. Uh, our community was voting, and as I said, guys, we had over six hundred votes this year. Um, so thank you to everyone that voted. Uh, guys, did you vote? I'm gonna put you on the spot. Did you vote? Yes, of course. Yes. Okay, great. Great. Good. I think I held off. I held off on the quote of the year because I couldn't pick one. That's fair. So I was just like, can I pick more than one? But that's, I mean, that's not fair. What if something is a tie and I pick two? So I didn't pick quote of the year because I couldn't figure, I couldn't figure which one I wanted the most. Yeah. Um, We did add add that option this year. You could opt out of categories. That was new. And I hope that people enjoyed that. Yeah. No, I think that was one thing that's, one thing that's great about just going back through these award shows of celebrating the authors that, um, and had one passed, mm-hmm. and some of the nominees as well, is looking at our old setups. Oh, yeah, from man. when <laughs> we go through there? Look at that. All right, so this is Utini's 2020. Hold on. We used to do this. I remember where this. you were, Charles. We used to do this, just for clarification, on like the week of Christmas. Yeah. Okay? So I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. in my childhood bedroom in this <laughs> yes, picture you were. with like a laptop balanced on probably 17 hardbacks <laughs> stacked on top of each other. And I just want to make though. that clear. Sweating our asses off because all of us are, are, are dressed to the nines, as we will this year, mm-hmm. of course. We'll keep with tradition. Same. Um, but yeah, it's it's great time. If you're wondering, you know, kind of what the format is, we get all new overlays. We uh, our our buddy Matt does some intros for us, and it's always just such a great time. I do want to say, as I was going through the categories, I have a little bit of fun facts for you guys, which I'll of course repeat next week as well. Over 600 votes, multiple categories decided by less than five votes, including one category that was won by a single vote. Oh, wow. we're going to piss all kinds of people off a on that show. <laughs> Sick, that, again, people say, does my vote matter? Yes, because 
there is a winner, and I, I'll say it when we get there. Um, that was won by one vote. So if you voted for a specific UTD award winner, you made a difference because you you yeah, voted. And if yeah. you were like, I'll do it tomorrow, and oh no, it's January now. Uh, you're the reason they lost. I guess. Yeah, and and <laughs> you're not allowed to be mad at something that won if you didn't vote. Also, exactly. So, that's true. That's exactly. Yeah. Um, no criticism. I'll, I will also say, uh, every single nominee on the ballot got a handful of votes. So there was nothing that got shut out. Most things got at least 15, 20 votes apiece um, minimum. Some categories were closer than others. It, it was very interesting to kind of see the data as it came in. Um, had some juggernauts. Uh, you know, last year, I believe every single award was High Republic related. A lot of High Republic love this year as well. Uh, but, of course, we, I think we have a couple more comics uh, awards this year. So that'll be fun to see. And I, I'm just very – I'm very excited. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And I want to ask you guys, because we, we did delay it a little bit this year to go all the way through December, a little bit you know, later in January because of Corey's job thing that was happening this week and my move and things like that. Uh, what do you guys think about having a 2022 Utini's starting 2023? Does that throw, that throw you off or you think it's going to be good for us? No. No, I want to do it this Not... way moving forward. <laughs> okay, I, great. I, I, <laughs> Done. I, do. I do for a couple of different reasons. One, you know, we've talked about how scheduling and stuff is tough. Doing it during like the week of Christmas was tough. I think it that might have tough. kept people from participating too because sure. everyone's busy that time of year. And I feel like it's a fun way to reflect on like the full year by making it one of our yeah. first shows of 2023. So I really like the idea, and I hope that this works out really well. I hope it's the best one yet. I think it will be, and yeah. I think it'll help us do this moving forward. Love yeah, that. and it gives more people more time to to reflect and remember about what they read and what they listened to, what they watched uh, – even yeah. review like some of the cover art, yeah, and some of the illustrations from the comics. So, some covers um, and we we try to do a good job of uh, letting everybody know about that way ahead of time, so they have time to be able to do all that. Um, but also, like Charles said, I mean, everybody's busy during the holiday yeah. season, so this gives everybody just a little bit more time to help, you know, review all that stuff that had come out, and it's been. It's been uh, the higher public heavy, I guess you could say, <laughs> yep, last year. Yep, um, yep. But which is totally fine, and I feel I feel that the Fallen Star might may bring home some awards. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, who knows? Exactly what I was going to uh, ask y'all, man. Like any, <laughs> I gotta say we because I haven't shared any of the results. I mean, I mean, I have a lot of integrity. I've shared them with our <laughs> with our graphics folks. They got to make the graphics. But um, you two, you two knuckleheads, don't know anything. I haven't told you a single thing. Um, any any grand predictions? So, Wes, you, you're thinking Fallen Star heavy? Because that was an early release. That was, like, way early in the year. Which, again, in, yeah. Oscar, in Oscar voting, that usually hurts it. Um, but you think that's going to going to hit pretty hard because of its whole, you know, <laughs> giant no. impact? No, Not no, only no, on not us, but on the surface of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I think that book was a slam dunk um, just based on the ending. I mean, just the whole the – whole, like, all of the different – storylines within that novel there were multiple and they were all great um that was a fantastic book i actually would like to listen to that one again um when we have a lull uh in the next yeah. month or so after i finish um the battle of Jeddah. so idea. um yeah i think i think uh the fallen star is going to do some sweeps whether it be the cover art whether it be book of the year whether it be author of the year i mean i think uh i think it has a good shot of uh taking home three Utinis. Very yeah. solid. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. At the end of the day, I think that was the best book of the year. Um, but there are some really, 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 really solid books that are like standalone books. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. important mm-hmm. to keep that in mind. I think I made this point on the Utinis preview. You know, The Fallen Star does have the advantage of being the third book or the third, right. yeah. the third adult novel, right, in a series. Right. Whereas like Shadow of the Sith, phenomenal book. Mm-hmm. basically standalone right so right i mean not basically it was standalone so you know i think there is some advantage there but the high republic is just so overwhelming i mean it's mm-hmm. so fun and new and fresh it's hard not to vote for those things right so my wild prediction my grand prediction is that the high republic gets less than 80 percent of the awards this year <laughs> oh sure it gets a little shaken okay yeah. <coughs> okay We'll see. And, and I will say, you know, um, so while the Utini staff was, was very crucial in compiling the nominations, once the nominations were out, 
Every staff member, every host on this show, every viewer, every listener got the same vote. One vote per person. So purely Democratic mm -hmm. voting. Uh, I'm excited to kind of see how everyone feels about the results. Um, I will say, looking back at, at years past, because, again, as we link to the, to the past award seasons, I was thinking about, you know, previous winners and things like that. Uh, our first ever Utinis. You guys remember what book of the year was? It was the second Thrawn, Thrawn Ascendancy book, Chaos Rising, wasn't it? Or was that the first, next year? Yeah, that was the first one. So, uh, yes, oh. you're correct, though. It was Chaos Rising. That just uh, was Rising. the first Chaos one. Rising. Okay. Yep. And then last year, do you remember what the book of the year was? Uh, I would need a multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> Light of the Jedi. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Light of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, which is interesting... Okay. Because I love how you said, you know, Fallen Star this year might have some power behind it as being the last of a trilogy. The last two books of the year were the first books True. in trilogies. True. So it could go either way. Uh, we've Ooh. added some more categories, of course, this year. Character of the Year is always a big one. Social Butterfly is back. Um, mm -hmm. Quote of the Year, though, it's funny you say that, Wes. I almost opted out as well because I love so many of those quotes. It might be my favorite one of the year because I think that that is – almost one of the categories that is like the most evocative of the writing skill of the year. Like what is the, the couple sentences that you read and you're just like, Oh God, right. Yeah. That, that one made I, me just kind of sit yeah. back. I will never forget. Was it 2021? It had to be 2021. Uh, Archeon row. Gossip. You forgot your hand. <laughs> so, good. <laughs> so good. I'll never one forget my that. Favorites That's a fantastic ever. quote. <laughs> oh yeah it's 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 just gonna be a blast and I'm, I'm really excited that we do it every year and then of course you know we're gonna we're gonna after that go into a brand new year there's a lot of star wars coming there's a lot of stuff that we'll do i am um, i will say uh to everyone that did tune in last year for for dead or nah i love that episode and i think we're gonna bring back a lot of those kinds of episodes this year of fun episodes we're gonna talk about a lot of projects outside we're gonna talk about some of our favorite characters Play some games um, and just have a really fun 2023. And I would encourage everyone, as we go look ahead in the year, first of all, I hope everyone's good. Hope you all had a great new year. Hope you're all safe. Hope you're having a good time. Um, head over to the Discord channel on Living Force and let us know, what do you want to see from us this year? Do you want us to talk more about book stuff? Do you like Matt? What's up, man, in the chat? That's my buddy, Matt. Um, if you just... <laughs> finished playing Fallen Order and you're excited for Survivor. Do you want more video game talk? Do you want us to chat about that kind of thing in March? Do you want to hear where we are in our progress? Like, this is going to be a whole year of doing all kinds of new fun stuff, and I am i couldn't be more excited for it. Um, not only because I now have less boxes around me than I did previously, um, although, God, that helps. Moving, <laughs> moving sucks, guys. Hot take. Yes, it Moving does. is terrible. Um... <laughs> So I bought a house, and I'm Charlie's like, "Well, we'll be here like five years." I'm like, "Nah, nah, I'm dying in this house. <laughs> I'm gonna die in this house." Unlike the previous <laughs> owner, who I did ask, um, still convinced there's a ghost, ghost in your in house. Attic. You gotta know. Yeah. Um. All right. Before we get on out of here, guys, any uh, any final thoughts about about the year we have coming up in Star Wars? I guess just in general, we have so many projects. Ahsoka's coming out this year. Um, All right, right. High Republic right. Phase Three is coming in the fall. Like, what's uh, what are we looking at for twenty twenty three? I am interested in how John Favreau is going to boost the Mandalorian. Hmm. That's coming out at the end of the year. No, it's coming out in February, my guy. Yeah, like very February. Yeah, Bad Batch and Mandalorian are gonna be happening simultaneously. I'm pretty sure. Be Maybe because March. they've had time, obviously, with you know um, the time of uh, season two of the Mandalorian. And now we come back here, we get to see. Um, hopefully, we'll get the Mandalorian Wars, but maybe not. Um, but I mean, like they have so much that they can build off of. They brought in freaking Luke Skywalker in the last like episode of the what a moment. season. So, like they they have so much they can build on. They have so much content that they can add to it, and then they had they could practice. Mm -hmm. With um, with the book of Boba yeah. Fett, we're talking about and practice. Then even, we're not even talking about a game. We're talking about <laughs> yeah, practice. We're not even talking about a game. And then also with Andor, they saw how insanely good Andor yeah. 
um, was, and how everybody like didn't really have great expectations for it. I don't know that in the beginning. I mean, I thought I was like, oh, it's Andor, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we saw Andor. We were like, holy (laughs) shit, this is one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Um, So they have they have good content to build off of, and they also have you know. Every day is an is a um, is a new wave of technology that can help boost the production. So yeah. I mean they've had some time for new technology to come out to to help with uh, scenes and movie quality um, movie quality experiences mm-hmm. like all over Star Wars. So um, I can't wait to see what happens with the Mandalorian season three. Wow. Yeah. 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 I I am I am ashamed at how often I forget that that's coming because it's like you know the biggest <laughs> show on Disney Plus and I'm like. All oh, right, yeah. but Andor though, <laughs> God, that's gonna be incredible. Yeah. Great point, great point. Uh, also, Matt is requesting uh, Wes's wrestling review to be a part of oh, it. So any, you got to keep us posted on like summer. Was it Summer SmackDown? Is that is that it? Summer Corey, Slam? are you watching? Can I have a, a wrestling show to add to the Utini? I will do it every Friday. Whatever, yeah, Wes, that's Wes, fine. Wait, <laughs> Wes, Wes, you're confused. It's my show. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charles. I love the fact that Wes held the mic like he was actually in the yes. wrestling ring addressing yeah. the crowd. Wes, if you can if you can hook up your mic so that it comes down from the ceiling, oh, and I've, like, I've thought about that a hundred of times, Eric. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I agree with Wes on the Mandalorian. I mean, that's big on on my radar. But those of you who know me well know that I live my life a quarter mile at a time, and oh, God. I. <laughs> I cannot think about beyond next week. Okay, I really can't. I just want to get through. So you're excited for Fast Ten? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I am. I am excited for that. But uh, no, I mean, I am excited for the Utinis. I can't. I can't think past that right now. I can't think past looking forward to seeing what you guys are wearing. I mean, I second what Eric said earlier mm-hmm. about if you're going to watch one show of the year, you should watch this show. If you've listened to 195 episodes of the show, please tune in. Please tune in for the Utinis and watch it live. It's worth it. All the awesome overlays, all the awesome graphics. A ton of people put a ton of work into it. And you know what? We dress up. We dress up and we don't do it so that you can hear about how good we look. Dang it. We look good. We do. Tune in next week. That's it. Tune in next week. That's all I have to say. That's it. Uh, It's going to be a great time. Yeah, I am. God, I'm so excited for the Utinis. I'm I'm excited. Um... I'm excited for Star Wars on a personal note to be like the stabilizing force in my life because as someone who just moved across the entire country and life is a little chaotic at the moment, having weekly Star Wars is just the best. So very mm-hmm. excited about it. And you know what? Um, even though life has gotten wild, Matt's saying, you know, love to watch us all react to the episode of the new series. Keep your eyes on Patreon. Maybe now and then we'll try to throw something up there. I don't know. I think this is going to be a year for new experiences and, and some fun new things to try out. So... Is this a we good time see. to? Is this a good time to recognize the fact that we did not do anything over Christmas? It absolutely on, is. On and, Patreon. And I, will, <laughs> I will say here, I am so thankful for our Patreon community for so many reasons. Number one, because you are the reason we get to do anything. Number two, I will put this on the line. We have the most patient, understanding Patreon community in the entire world. Because there are so many things we want to do, and life gets in the way sometimes for various reasons. And we're not exactly always open about some private life stuff as things go on. But we have never, ever had anything but a loving word from all y'all in our Patreon community. And it does mean the world. And we want to make such great stuff for you. But we appreciate the fact that you know that sometimes things happen. And, when, and uh, you know, we're doing our best. We love doing this show. We love making stuff for you. And we're going to bring that energy into 2023. So, And Eric has now learned that he should never leave Wes and I alone so that we can write checks again. that we cannot cash. Hey, man, I, my office is set up now. You, you're, you're stuck with me again. Um, unless the unless there's like a, I don't know, a Monday night play out. Nope, no, it doesn't happen. You're good with me. You're stuck with me forever. Uh, <coughs> I love you guys. I cannot wait. Again, we're going to plug it one final time. Next Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Utini YouTube channel. The 2022 Utini Awards. See who won. See who came close. But most importantly, see us dressed to the ninth and just talk about how much we loved this past year in Star Wars. We will see you there. And now, my friends, that will do it. For this week's episode of The Living Force, 
If you already support us at Patreon, thank you so much. You are the reason we're able to do literally anything in the world. Thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Sally Chris Eilerson, and Chris Caruso on our Alliance High Command. Thank you for Wes for centering me live on the show. Because <laughs> he didn't do it beforehand. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Charles is at the ankle. Wes is at Boss West. The show is at Living Force Pod. And the main account is at UT underscore US. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, and Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire. Wes, our producer, community manager, and active framer. Thank you to Charles and Wes for potting me tonight. Thanks to all of you for hanging out. We will see you next week for the Utinis. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you. Always.